The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand Cave Rescue Operation. What is Schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What's a good engagement? How long before a wedding should I send out save the dates? In the first series Use IMAP to check email on other email clients. Identify fonts from where to find the Welcome to the Voice of search podcast. Today we're going to talk about truths for the modern SEO industry. Joining us is Michelle Fortin, who is the director of search at SEO Plus, which is a full service award-winning marketing agency in Canada specializing in search and content marketing. SEO Plus was recently listed in the Globe and Mail's 2021 report on Canada's top growing companies. Yesterday, Michelle and I discussed if our industry should still call ourselves SEOs. And today we're going to continue the conversation talking about the death of the keyword. And this podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. Because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Ahrefs' new Webmaster Tools product quickly helps you improve your site's visibility by pointing solutions to over 100 technical issues that might be holding your search performance down. Plus, AWT monitors for backlinks so you'll know the most linked to pages and how those links are affecting your rankings. And AWT shares what keywords your website ranks for and compares how you stack up against competitors for key metrics like search volume, keyword difficulty, and traffic value. Look, monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. And now, thanks to Ahrefs, that's not the case anymore because AWT will help you monitor your SEO health, backlinks, and keywords for free. And no, it's not one of those 14-day free trial offers. It's a powerful site audit tool that will keep working for you for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. All right, here's the second part of my conversation with Michelle Fortin, the Director of Search at SEO Plus. Michelle, welcome back to the Voices of Search podcast. Thank you so much for having me, Ben. Excited to have you back as our guest. Uh, excited to have a listener of the show as our speaker. And I honestly hope I'm pronouncing your name correctly. Uh, when we started off, I thought it was going to be Michael Fortin, Michelle Fortin. Am I even close? You're very, very close. In fact, it's pretty close. Most of my clients who are American call me Michael Fortin, kind of a nickname that my mom gave me too, who was a French Canadian and never spoke any English. So I'm used to Michael too, but Michelle is perfect. Thank you. Michelle, let's keep our conversation going. Yesterday, we talked about if the SEO industry should actually call themselves SEOs. And I think our, our takeaway was, yeah, sure, amongst your peers that are doing search engine optimization, you can refer to yourself as an SEO. But broadly... We think that there should be a rebranding. We are all marketers and specifically we're organic growth marketers because we don't just need to take the skills of creating content, matching it with what an algorithm is looking for as just something that happens in Google. It can be in Google. It can be YouTube, podcast search engine. There's all sorts of other ways that we could be driving traffic. The skill that we have is about driving organic growth. 
And it gives us a higher career arc when we start positioning ourselves that way. That said, the SEO industry itself is changing, not only in terms of what the skill sets are, but also in what is required to be successful. You have talked a little bit about the death of the keyword, something that often SEOs are thinking about as their job is to find the right keywords and start to rank for them. If we're not SEOs and we're not focused on keywords, what are we doing and why don't keywords matter anymore? Well, keywords by themselves are not dying, of course. But the depth of the focus on the keyword from an SEO standpoint is really what I meant. And here's what I mean. When we think about the user, they do a search. But do they do a search by keywords or they are, are they looking for keywords? No, they are actually looking, they're asking questions. More often than not, the keyword is representative of a question they're asking for, a topic they're interested in, and or a question that they want to have an answer to. And we know nowadays with Google becoming more and more sophisticated with its algorithms that it can identify the intent behind that person's search. We also understand what the context is with NLP, natural language processing and machine learning. So when a person types in a keyword, if we try to optimize for that one keyword, do we stuff it onto a piece of content 20 million times? Do we try to make sure that it's added into the headline? Do we make sure that it's added in the alt text of an image? The obvious answer is no, we, we do create content around the topic that that keyword represents or the question that the person is asking. And we make sure that that content fits with their intent. Does it really solve the problem for them? I look at it this way. You know, when we do look at keywords, we look at what is kind of an observation, I guess. You can say when a person is searching, we can see keywords in our Google Search Console. We can do it through any of the tools that we use, like search metrics, and we can see what people are searching for, but it doesn't necessarily give us the idea of why they're searching for it and what they're going to do when they do find it. And that's why I look at, for example, who is your market and what is the intent behind your search and what will be the right content in the right format to satisfy that search, which is why we talked about search satisfaction. And then finally, what would be, well, we talk about different features on Google, what will be the best place to put that content? Sometimes you might have a piece of content that'd be perfect for the user, but what Google is thinking that that user wants or what Google or what users are actually looking for are videos. Maybe they're looking for images. Maybe they're looking for tutorials. Maybe they're looking for businesses. So those things are probably more important just looking at just keywords. There's a couple of things that stick out to me that what you said, and, and honestly, they're keywords. I agree with you for the record. Keywords are not what we should be optimizing for, right? Google is better at understanding intent. Or that's the keyword that you mentioned before, that we're looking at topics. And actually, what I think is the most relevant keyword for this conversation is queries. You're not actually optimizing for a word, right? Somebody might type in a word, but what they're really doing is asking Google for information about that query, whether that query be a question, whether it be a request for information, right? They are in search for a specific bit of information. And it's your job as a organic growth expert or an SEO, however you decide to call yourself, to start to understand how to present the right information to your prospective customer. And so, look, this might be a little semantic. And now I feel like we're playing SEO bingo. But hey, I, I think I won there. I got topic, semantic, keyword. <laughs> what else was there? Anyway, bingo. 
moral of the story is just like we talked about yesterday with sort of the branding of who is working in our shared industry, how we don't think it should necessarily be calling ourselves SEOs. If you call yourself a growth marketer, you have a higher ceiling. It explains that you're not just manipulating a search engine through technical page changes, but you have an understanding of content. You have an understanding of who the user is. You're performing your job as a marketer. And for today's conversation, where we're talking about the purpose of keywords, if you replace keyword with query, I think that has a very different connotation where your job is to interpret a user's query and present them with the right information. And you're doing that by understanding what keywords they're using and making sure your content shows up. Time for a one-minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help, and you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. Or you can work with a cookie-cutter agency to quickly launch a strategy-less project with low success rate. None of those sound very good, now do they? Well, that's where Previsible's integrated consulting model comes in. Previsible draws from a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to unlock your organic growth opportunities. They build custom solutions that combine strategy, technical expertise, content, and reporting to effectively operationalize SEO for your business. Previsible's four-stage approach ensures that your SEO programs thrive by starting off with a strategy-first approach. Then they support you in your efforts to create quality content, help you identify technical issues, and most importantly, they'll work with your cross-functional teams to integrate your SEO strategies to make sure that your SEO budget actually drives results, not just your agency's bottom line. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. Talk to me about, even if it is semantic, the difference between keywords and queries, and, and am I thinking about this the right way? Right. We looked at SEO when it first started out, looking at a keyword and the way that, uh, key, how many times a keyword would appear on a page. Um, we would look at the way keywords were retrieved in, in content through uh, TF-IDF algorithms. It was simple to look at keywords. But now we have to look at the meaning behind the keyword, the deeper questions that people ask, and also the purpose. Once they get that keyword, once they find the content, what are they going to use that content for? Here's an example. If I'm typing in personal injury attorney Los Angeles, Am I looking for an injury attorney? Am I looking for somebody to defend me? Am I looking to sue somebody? Or am I just maybe looking at how to become a personal injury attorney myself? So the intent behind the keyword is more important. And that's why we look at queries, but also we also want to understand the context behind that query. For example, we now have Entities, I mean, it's, we don't now have, it's been around for a while, but entities help us to understand how relationships work between keywords and how content also are related to one another in terms of knowledge graphs, for example. So just looking at a keyword by itself is not enough. We want to also look at beyond the keyword, I guess, is a better way to say it. And I'll end with this. If you look, for example, at a piece of content and you're thinking about, oh, I want to rank for X keyword, 
And if you're not really ranking well for that keyword, you might be, you know, feel dejected. I have clients that will look at one keyword and say, I'm not, that's a vanity metric, I tell them. But basically, if I look at how many other keywords or how many questions do I answer, how visible is that piece of content on the search engines is, then you'll have far more better results in, in terms of just looking at keyword rankings. Yeah, you know, I'm a victim of this myself. I desperately want to rank for the keyword MarTech, my other show, the MarTech podcast. I feel like it's got a ton of content. We're one of the best content providers of MarTech content in our industry. And yeah, there's no real reason for wanting to rank for MarTech. It's something that I occasionally look at. And, and honestly, we produce content. We've done a little search engine optimization. We're trying to keyword stuff and, and get links and all the stuff we're supposed to be doing. But really, what's the impact of higher rankings for that traffic? If those people aren't looking for podcasts, not much. It's vanity. And you know we all fall victim of wanting to have brand recognition, but we don't necessarily always think about what the value the business that has. So yeah, sure, I'm sure ranking number one for Martech would be valuable for my the other side of my business, but without understanding what the intent of those queries are, doesn't really matter. So again, keywords important in some cases, but really what we're talking about is matching a query with the right intent and the right information. And that wraps up this episode of the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Michelle Fortan, the Director of Search at SEO+. Plus. In the third part of this conversation, which we'll publish tomorrow, Michelle and I are going to talk about why rankings don't matter anymore. If you can't wait until our next episode and you'd like to learn more about Michelle, you could find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter where his handle is Michelle Fortin. That's M-I-C-H-E-L-F-O-R-T-I-N. Or you can visit his company's website, which is seoplus.ca. That's S-E-O. Oplus.ca. And a special thanks to Previsible for sponsoring this podcast. If you're looking for support with all of your SEO needs, Previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you. They draw on a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to help you unlock your organic search and growth opportunities. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, and Square, all who rely on SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And a special thanks to Ahrefs for sponsoring this podcast. Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools, but that's not the case anymore thanks to Ahrefs because they just launched their Ahrefs Webmaster Tools product, which monitors your SEO health, helps you keep track of your backlinks, and gives you the insight into what keywords are performing for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to VoicesOfSearch.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also send us your topic suggestions or your SEO questions, and you can even apply to be a guest speaker on the Voices of Search podcast. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is Voices of Search on Twitter, and my personal handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of SEO and content marketing insights in your podcast, feed. We're going to publish an episode every day during the work week. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed in the next business day. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, remember the answers are always in the data. Music.